being a custodian rather than owner is, seems like a, a better way of saying things anyway. Possessing and owning and, and, and forcing your, your control over other, other beings, resources, cultures is a way of maybe avoiding death. Hmm. I do look at the world and say, you, you own absolutely sod all, mate. You know, you own nothing. You're just a you are really a custodian because we come out, come into this world with nothing. You go out of it with nothing. We're here to challenge, educate, and hopefully inspire you to make some changes in your life and uh, cope with the frustrations of feeling that you know you can't take action on the big issues. We are the People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. Uh, I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mabbot and William Mankelo is the co-host. I am. I don't have to say anything else, do I? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> um, I'm William Mankelo. That's it. Okay, so I'm Stuart the Wild Man Mabbot. My job is getting people out into nature in as many ways as possible. And uh, the biggest challenge I've got is uh, I, I, I feel at the moment feeling like lack of support. Um, so, you know, it's just trying to prioritise and trying to juggle all the plates. I think I said that last time, but I'll say it again. Who's the question from this time, William? Yeah, the question is, I think actually one of my challenges is going to be getting my head around this question. It's quite a big question. Um, it's uh, Ahana from uh, Assam in India. Um, if you listened to the end of the last episode, you may have guessed um, from the silly puns that we came mm. up with. Where that was from, that's just our silliness. No reflection on the person who sent this question in. Thanks right. very much for sending it in. So it's Ahana from Assam in India. It's an interesting question. Mm. Do you know what the question is? Yeah. No, no, no. no so idea. white man sees land and resources as something to own. Indigenous cultures don't have the same focus on ownership. Who's right and who is wrong? And we're going to approach this through... A meandering conversation. We sometimes have debates, but generally it's a conversation, just like two two men sat in a pub getting. And uh, we, we we hope showing localized actions gives you the motivation to go out there and to try and take lo localized uh, control and involvement in your area. And uh, we we hope the podcast starts to get you to appreciate the nature in all its forms and that you are part of it wherever you are. We're just like you, just trying to find a way forward on the big issues. You know, if you've listened to this before, you uh, you know the subjects we talk around. William, what are the six subjects we talk around? What do you remember? Okay, it's sustainability. Uh, I was going to say profitability. You know, sustainability, um, philosophy, social justice. Nature, uh, climate crisis, climate, climate, generally. yeah, and did I say nature? Yeah, uh, I think so. I think so. social justice. Did you put in there? I did say social justice. Philosophy. Yep. Okay. Well, it must be all in there. Social justice, nature, philosophy, human condition, climate, sustainability. Do you have any questions that uh, you'd like to ask us around that, William? How can they email us? <laughs> Just, too slow. And well, I, well, I'm not too slow. I just knew it was coming anyway. So. <laughs> no trying. There's no point in trying to dodge a curveball when it's coming straight at you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can email the people's countryside at gmail .com. Also, we want to have your voice. Your your voice. Yeah. You sat there um, trying to think of the last time you went out. Um, is uh, you can go to anchor.fm forward slash the people's countryside and you can leave a voice message. So come up with a question. And then actually record your, yourself, record, you know, actually saying that question. I and mean, your voice is likely to be on this podcast. So, yeah, anchor.fm forward slash the people's countryside.
that's another way of getting a question mm. to us. So yeah. the question we're going to do today, reiterate it. Yeah, because it says here, white man sees, or white men, I would say. or White people. White people sees see land and resources as something to own. Indigenous cultures don't have the same focus on ownership. Who is right and who is wrong? I mean... Well, again, there's no right and wrong. And we're going to be talking about this from the perspective of, of a white culture uh, and our, our assumptions about the indigenous getting it sorted, and they don't. Stuff we can learn from uh, both, and that's why we want to do the Indigenous Voices mini series, uh, yeah. starting with Chase I and I, is just to, uh, you know, improve our our learning at, at, at making this podcast, mm-hmm. you know, about other cultures. Uh, on the live, we did a live version of this in front of a live audience. We've been talking about this the last couple of episodes. We did it on the twenty fifth of September, and the last question we didn't really have time to explore was, is the Western world's um, lack of connection with our ancestors uh, 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 does that fuel our view on possessions and ownership and all the rest of it? I think it ties in with this it's a I I think that disconnection with with our ancestors does remove us from consequences I I think um, to be honest with you ever since human society moved away from nomadic lifestyle you know, in whatever period in time that was to to, to farming and, and stuff. I think that's when ownership came into it. And I, I think probably indigenous cultures probably had some of the same um, influences as that, but we've taken it in different directions. I, I, I think um, I do look at the world and say, you, you own absolutely sod all, mate. You know, you own nothing. You're just a, you are really a custodian because we come out, come into this world with nothing. You go out of it with nothing. And I think, uh, again, the Western focus on this, it comes back to another question we've talked about is uh, our, our denial of death, you know, it, by possessing, possessing and owning and, and enforcing your your control over other other beings, resources, cultures, is a way of maybe avoiding death. Hmm. Yeah, it's just very deep and philosophical, Stuart. I have to say. I mean, I think this whole question is actually quite a tricky thing for us to 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 come at from an angle where. I mean, I was just thinking myself. Personally. It's asking us if there's any right and wrong. Well, we definitely can't give right and wrong already. Well, no, no, we can't, and it's. Uh, I mean, I've never actually owned any land myself. Have you? Uh, um, yes, but I don't even think it necessarily... I, I would say property of all kinds, not just, say, land ownership, but I would broaden it out. I think the same psycholo- psychology is going on owning land as, as is with owning anything. Yeah, you know? I, would, I would even go as far as saying, you know, well, being a custodian rather than an owner is, seems like a, a better way of saying things anyway. You know that we're we're, we're the custod- we're just custod- just custodians of of the bit of the bit of land that we live on, uh. um, because like you say, we don't take anything with us. I think there is a bit of an, a bit of an obsession with legacy when it comes to to ownership. You know, especially if you have you have somebody to leave it to. You, know, yeah. you have family or somebody to leave it to. There is an obsession, of course, in the UK. The, the royal family, for example, owned great, great swathes of land that would just be passed on to the next generation. Um, but in, in in essence, all, all ownership really is, is just uh, just really a contract. Isn't mm. it? It's just a piece of paper that says, I own this land. Definitely a human construct. And even actually being a custodian in some ways is a bit of a human construct because 
you know, if we <laughs> the, the river still flows, doesn't it? Mm. The wind still the wind still blows, the rain still rains. Yeah. Um we don't we're not really even we don't have any control over that, you know, it's just we are quite I think I think often we think we're 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 sort of bigger than we actually are. We're actually quite a small small thing when it comes it, to the planet, aren't we? It all comes down to this need to control. Yeah. So read that question again for me. So yeah, so I say white people, white I'll say it as it says here, but white man sees land and resources as something to own. Indigenous cultures don't have the same focus on ownership, who's right and who is wrong. Mm. I think this I mean this is a question we for our indigenous voices series mm. as well, we need to return to just because it's a it's a great it's great yeah. it's a great question just to be do just see what they're the anybody who is who identifies as being yeah. an indigenous culture. Yeah, I mean it's not about right and wrong. I put that straight down there, but I yeah. I, I don't think we can talk about our perception of of indigenous cultures without somebody from the indigenous cultures being with us or their particular and they they can only talk about their aspect from within their own culture they can't talk generally but yeah, I, yeah. I i do think there is um there is more of a need to own control manage you know in 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 our culture than in the indigenous and mm. i do yeah. think there's something to learn from I and mean, that's why we want to do this series um i don't know what we're going to learn but i know we're going to learn something as we do in every episode, but yeah, I think I, I I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna make any sort of judgment until I until we hit record and yeah and then listen back to it. Actually, is where yeah. you really start to hear things. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, I don't think we I don't think we can go much further with this because we're two white blokes who are from Oxford in England. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and uh, we, I think it was I am John. I am from London. <laughs> this is my culture. I am no vulture. <laughs> Anyway, for anybody who's got a decent taste in music, that, uh, that'll uh, resonate with you. But what I want to say is something I've been talking about uh, on this podcast, and I want to um, expand on it. We've done some uh, podcasts about trespass, and I said about there was a mass trespass in the 1930s on Kinder Scout, a mountain in, in uh, the Peak District. And I, we've often said we didn't, you know, when people people were trespassing because they wanted the right to roam. And I said I didn't know actually who owned that land who was trying to. And I've discovered that up until 1836, it was called King's Land, and that meant everybody could roam because the king owned it. It was it was part of the kingdom. And then 1836, uh, Enclosure Act came in in the UK, and it was partitioned off that that mountain to four different landowners in the area and i've got them here one was the heirs family one was the norfolks and i know the duke of norfolk owned a lot of land in the glossop area because if you go there now you get the glossop um, norfolk arms and you get norfolk street norfolk square you also had the shrewsbury's big landowning family and the person who owned the land that the, the trespass took part on in 1936 was the duke of devonshire so they were excluding people um, because I wanted to keep it just as a preserve of a grouse moor, you know, and then that's what it was. And I've, I was reading an article the other day of this bloke, and this is a strange situation. He walked up Kinder Scout from Glossop Direction from Bleaklow in the 1932, I think it was. And he came across the top. He shouldn't have been there because he was trespassing. But on the mountain before he got there, there was about 400 trespassers. 
and then there was a load of gamekeepers and and uh, undercover police officers and some of the protesters that had uh, police officers in 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 their mix. So when they went off the mountain, they could reveal to the the bobbies in plain in in uniform. These are the ringleaders. You need to arrest these. Anyway, this bloke was walking across on his own, and he started to be cheered by these four hundred protesters. Go for it, mate! Pro, you know, go for your rights. And he's thinking, what the hell's going on? And then he was jumped by forty odd gamekeepers who beat him senseless because that the you know and he was just going for a walk he walked into the middle of that and i was thinking who's right and who's wrong you got the protesters who, 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 were, who were trespassing and then you had the landowners who were beating you senseless and i just think he, he it was just a bloke walking across the mountain anyway so that hopefully uh, if you listen back and we talked about trespass and you know that but we've mentioned the trespass on kinder scout in the 30s you know who owned the land it was the duke of devonshire I wonder where he is now. Yeah, I just, I just had a quick Google of the Duke of Devonshire. And the, the current name of the Duke of Devonshire, uh, who's the 12th Duke of Devonshire, uh, you're never going to guess his name. Uh, Marion. Uh, Peregrine. <laughs> oh, Peregrine. That's a good word. Peregrine Cavendish. Really? Where does he live? Um, uh, probably on top of a church. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very high one. Yeah. Looking for he pigeons. likes to dive bomb people. Yeah. That's the, if, you get, if, you get that, if you get that reference, then you are good. Yeah. But I think I think we've come to the end of this episode, haven't we? Yep, we have. I've been Stuart the Wild Man, Mabbit. He's been. I've been William Manklo. Yeah, thanks very much for being with us. Um, it's a pleasure, as always, to do these podcasts for you, and I hope you you've got something out of this 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 specific episode. Um, what country is the next question from? The next country. Next country is um, we're going back to coming back to Europe, going back to Northern Europe, and uh, we're going to uh, the land of Sweden. Okay. 